0: Okay, I am actually kind of excited about today's episode and a little bit nervous because we're going to get a little bit specific. So if you are not in a network marketing, direct sales, social selling company, you might be tempted to just kind of skip through this episode, but I would encourage whatever business model you're in, I would love to get your feedback and opinion on what I'm going to talk about today, which is a new kind of code word for the network marketing, multi-level marketing, direct sales industry, which is social selling. So you may or may not have seen some coaches out there or even some top-level distributors and even some entire companies who are building models around what they call social selling. And funny story, about a year ago, when I started my first podcast, which was called Stories of Light. And it was sharing the stories of people who'd had amazing success within the network marketing industry, but they attribute all of that success to their walk with the Lord. And I struggled with whether to call it in the tagline for network marketers or for social sellers. And that was when the seeds were kind of planted in my mind of is there a difference between the two and what exactly would the differences be? And In this past year, I have really started to notice a shift and a big dichotomy of the coaching strategies and the tools that are being shared from people who are focused more on that selling within the social media sphere, aka social selling, versus the traditional network marketing strategies that I not only was taught in my two companies that I've worked with. But they're also the tools and strategies that I have personally used to build a multi-million dollar network marketing business. And they do feel a little bit counter or just shifting, if you will, into this social selling strategy. So today's episode, again, might be a little bit specific, but I invite you to dive in to listen and hear me out as I share what I think are some key differences between network marketing and social selling. So here we go. Let's do this. Hi friend, welcome to the Scale Without Social podcast. Are you looking to build a long-term passive income stream without having to become an online influencer? Are you searching for ways to stay focused and spend your time wisely? I'm Heather, an entrepreneur for nearly half my life. My passion is helping entrepreneurs create simple systems and use time-tested strategies to take their business to the next level. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you break down those big goals and grow your business debt-free without having to sell your soul to social. In each episode, you'll have clear action steps and homework to hold you accountable to taking that next step towards your dreams. Are you ready to dream big, gain clarity, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so today's topic is going to be a little bit of a tricky one, maybe a teensy bit controversial even, which is funny because I'm such a peacemaker by nature. However, what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is something that has been on my heart for months. And to be quite honest, is even one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about the topic of this podcast, which is growing and scaling your business without social media. And this topic today is the differences between network marketing and social selling and how so much of the coaching that's out there in today's world is focused on social selling versus the traditional methods within network marketing that have worked for generations. So I'm going to be sharing some very key differences that I think exist between the two. But first, before you hit the stop button on this podcast, because either you are not a network marketer yourself, or maybe you even have icky feelings about network marketing, or you're like, this doesn't apply to me, I would love for you to stick around because I do think that a lot of the principles that we're going to talk about today, you may actually find to be intriguing and hopefully a little bit more educational about the business model in general, regardless of where you land on the topic. So do you feel or have you ever felt confused or overwhelmed by the messaging and coaching that's out there that's focused on building a massive following on social media in order to actually build your business? I know that's primarily what you're going to see, especially on those platforms like Facebook or Instagram. It's your feed, your your for you page, if you will. It's loaded with everything from ads to reels to uh, carousel posts. To stories of people who are telling you how you can build and grow a massive following in order to build your business. And they have coined, they being a lot of the coaches, uh, this keyword called social selling. And it has slowly but surely become a, what I guess some would consider a safer, more pleasing term for the network marketing industry. And for some reason, for me, it, I'm just going to say it it has a little bit rubbed me the wrong way and I'll get to some of the reasons why in just a bit. So, the other side of this is are you feeling that the advice that you are getting out there feels counter to what has worked for you and your business in the past? Maybe you've been in network marketing for, you know, 10 years or so, 5 or 10 years, and you built your business in a different way and all of a sudden you're feeling like you have to abandon the the efforts and the techniques and Strategies that have worked for you in order to start doing two reels a day and tackling TikTok and showing up in your stories and doing all of these things that you didn't have to do in order to build your business. Or maybe it's not what your mentor taught you or what your mentor is exemplifying. So you feel very confused. You're getting these mixed messages from all these different coaches, your mentor, your own personal experience, and it can create confusion and overwhelm. Well, for me, I think whether you are in network marketing or not, you have no doubt been approached to do it. You have likely been a customer or even a distributor in one company or another, as this is a business model that has been around for many, many, many years, right? And regardless of how you feel about it, I think this topic is really important because in my mind, the strategies that have worked for network marketing are a little bit counter to the strategies that are being taught in the social selling sphere. Primarily because the difference between the two, I would say social selling is essentially becoming an online influencer who focuses on sharing one or more products in the social media space, right? You're focusing on growing a big following and big is subjective. I mean, big can be a thousand followers, can be 10,000 followers, can be a million followers, right? There's always going to be somebody with more, first of all, but you're focused on growing this big following in order to grow your personal business, much like an online influencer would which is an amazing business model in and of itself. It's just tied to your personal effort, to your personal content creation, if you will. And guess what? The minute that you stop that, the minute that you pull back from that, your personal results are going to suffer. Your income is gonna suffer. And the passive income potential is just trickier when you focus on that business model. So contrast that with network marketing which is not a pyramid scheme as long as the focus is on a great product. So there are some companies out there who are shady, (laughs) for sure. And thankfully, we have the FTC to regulate that and they will take care of themselves. But we all know companies that have been around, many of them for like decades, right? Who provide incredible products that we've all used, that we've all loved. And even more than that, they have built incredible leaders and legitimate business owners who get paid for helping other people win, which is by far the best part of this business model. So it's essentially network marketing is starting with your existing network, the people that you know, your warm market, if you will, sharing and serving and essentially selling what it is that you have to offer to those that you have built a relationship of trust with, right? And then growing that network through referrals from happy customers, continuing to grow that network through building relationships and essentially growing your business one conversation, one person, one customer, one distributor at a time versus the volume of social selling. So now that we've kind of got that out of the way, that the differences between the two, and for you, you might still feel like they're one in the same or, and they do cross over. Absolutely. And actually, I was talking to my mentor, Bob Heilig about this um, yesterday because I was dying that a lot of these principles that I'm going to share with you today are things that I've learned from him. So I was very excited to kind of get his feedback on this. And he, in fact, says that social selling on its own is not a business model, but it is a facet of the business of network marketing, given that social selling is essentially marketing your product online. And in network marketing, you do have to market your product. You do. It is an important facet. So whether that's leveraging social media for your marketing, leveraging in-person events, leveraging conversations in person, email marketing, text campaigns, Pinterest, blogs, there's so many different uh, platforms where you can market your business. But social selling is essentially focused on social media. So it's great to have that conversation with him. And he has uh, a few amazing podcasts that I recommend in addition to this one that are talking about the differences between sales and marketing. And also the difference between transactional thinking and transformational thinking. So I will link both of those episodes of his in the show notes for this. And they are episodes 286 and episodes 287 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. So absolutely check those out after you finish listening to this one. But I am excited to share with you what I believe are the biggest differences between network marketing and social selling why I think they're different, how they're different, how the coaching is different. And I can't wait to hear which one you you resonate with more. And I can't wait to have this conversation continue. Okay, so here we go. So if you are taking notes or if you are a more visual person, as I talk through these, I want you to picture a piece of paper or I do have a graphic for this that I'm gonna share in the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram channel, which you can get a link to by texting podcast, the word podcast to 912 to actually see the visual and you can share it away. But I want you to picture a piece of paper with a line down the middle of the piece of paper and the word network marketing on the top left and the word social selling on the top right. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tackle one bullet point, if you will, on the left side under network marketing, and then the counter coaching for social selling on the right side. And as I talk through these, I want you to keep in mind a few things. Number one, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I think that naturally we will all be drawn to one or the other, and certainly they can be and are often integrated in business. I am merely wanting to share with you that the coaching and the the strategies that are out there, they're kind of counter to each other. And that was what kind of rubbed me the wrong way is what I'm seeing being taught to create massive results, meaning selling 10, 20, $100,000 worth of your product personally, which absolutely is going to lead to a volume of people joining you in business as well. And that's kind of what's being celebrated. That's becoming the goal. But the biggest thing is it's not necessary in order to build a big business. And I know this because not only for myself, being someone who sells still a, a you know, respectable amount, say anywhere between three and $4,000 of my product personally in a month, that is only less than a pers- 1% of my paycheck comes from my own personal efforts. And that is because I have spent The last, I'd say I spent the first year building up my personal business because that's what I could control. I was very much centered on my own personal goals. And it wasn't until I shifted my goals into helping other people win big and serving them towards their goals that everything started to change for me. So I have spent the last four years of my business building up other leaders and helping other people figure out what has worked. And because of that, now 99% of my multiple six figure paycheck is because I have helped other people grow their businesses. And so I could not do anything with my business starting tomorrow and still cre- make a passive income because of I have spent that time and energy focused on what works. And while I think some of these social selling strategies that I'm going to share with you absolutely can work for a select few, I would say 1% of the, <laughs> the population who feels confident and wants to tackle the online social media influencer world, absolutely they can have results and they can have big results, but it's not necessarily for the everyday person. So to me, that's a major difference. So just keep those in mind as we continue. So picture your piece of paper. We're going to start with our first bullet point on the side of network marketing, and that is that anyone can do it on any platform, on or off of social media. So the network marketing strategies that have been taught again for decades, they've been done long before social media was even a thing. They can absolutely be done today, tomorrow, 10, 20 years into the future. And honestly, what I've been taught is that your systems and your processes should be so simple that a kindergartner can do it. And so I keep that in mind with everything that I do. Is this something that I can show somebody else how to do? Is this something that my eight-year-old third grader could figure out if I were to simply show her how to do it. And the answer to most of what I do and what I've done to build my business is yes. Whereas if you go over to the right side of this under social selling, you have to leverage and learn social media in order to tackle that social selling sphere. So it is a very specific group of people, a niche, if you will. We'll talk about niches in a second, but it is a group of people who either love social media. They are natural content creators. They're naturally confident people who enjoy putting themselves out there. And funny enough, I actually do fall into that category. I feel confident creating lives. I love learning new things. But I think the reason why this for me personally doesn't feel like the space that I want to live in is because I don't know how to clearly show my eight-year-old how to show up in that way, right? I don't know that I can show anybody how to do the strategies and see the results that I know are effective in the traditional network marketing strategies. So that's the first line. (laughs) The second bullet point and coaching strategy from network marketing is that your product should only be about 20% of what you share. So you are your brand. You're not creating a brand. You are a real person that has interests and passions and desires and dreams. And maybe you're a mom. Maybe you're a boy mom. Maybe you like to ballroom dance. Maybe you like to fish. There are so many things that make you who you are. And whatever your business is, whatever product that you are selling, that is only a facet of who you are, right? It's not your identity. I made that mistake in, when I had my boutique in that my I believed that my identity was a boutique owner, right? <laughs> that was my life. And I put it above my family. I put it above my faith. And I had to get those priorities in order. So. This resonates with me because as much as I absolutely love the product that I sell, it is not who I am. This business is not who I am. It's just something that I believe in. And it is a priority right alongside the other things that I love and care about. So the strategy that is often taught in network marketing is your product should only be 20% of what you share. Or you may have heard brand pillars or, or brand buttons is what we've called them in my personal coaching. Now, on the social selling side what you are hearing over and over again is you've got to find a niche and the more specific, the better. So essentially 90% of what you share on social media needs to be value in a specific area. Now that doesn't necessarily have to be your product. And I will tell you, I'm seeing some amazing women on my team have massive success with this. Both personally and thankfully, because we have stressed on our team the importance of having systems and embracing a variety of strategies within their business model, they are able to build the business that they love on a platform that they love, which is Instagram or TikTok. But they know how to tell somebody else how they can run their business without having to do that, right? And so I I absolutely, for some people, this is a really, I would say for about 1% of the ladies on my team, this is an awesome way to do it. And it certainly is effective at building a massive following, but not necessarily in building a massive passive income, which again is my goal, right? So find a niche is what you hear on the social selling side and go all in on that. Similar to that on the left-hand side under network marketing. What we've always coached is don't be an expert. You are learning right along your customers how to use your product. Maybe it's a weight loss company or a health and wellness where you have seen a difference, but you're gonna continue to see a difference, right? You're continuing to show your customers and the people that you've connected with how the results are impacting your life. So you're not showing up as this expert that's teaching or sharing. You're showing, you're, you're essentially inviting your network to come along the journey with you, right? So on the opposite side of things, social selling almost requires you to be an expert, which guess what? If you just join, or if you decide to join me on my team tomorrow with a makeup company, you probably aren't gonna be an expert. So I'm not gonna tell you to show up as an expert, right? Because that would not be authentic to your experience. And to be honest, I will say now, uh, some of my, my best friends and some amazing leaders are experts in the beauty field. But they almost have to get out of their mind and figure out a way to simplify it. Because what happens in the beauty industry, and I'm sure it's the same in like, say, the fitness industry as well, is if you are a professional or you are an expert, it's harder for people to feel like they can also do it too. So someone who is a beauty professional trying to sell makeup, their customers are going to be like, well, of course you look beautiful. (laughs) You went to school for this. You've been doing this your whole life. However, I couldn't do it, right? Right. But if you aren't an expert in makeup and you join my team and you show up in a way where you're practicing and learning and trying new things, people are drawn to that because it's going to make them feel like they can do it too, right? So on the left-hand side, don't be an expert. On the social selling side, what you're taught is to show up as an expert, which is really difficult to do, especially as a new distributor in the business. All right. So the next bullet point under network marketing is... When you're starting, don't say you're starting a business because guess what? That makes it about you. And even the top business experts in the world, like Donald Miller, the founder of StoryBrand, he will say it's natural for any business owner to try to make the business about themselves, right? To be the hero. When the hero needs to be your customers, the hero needs to be the people that you are going to serve. And so when you say something or you go ahead and change your social media platform to distributor at XYZ Beauty, right? Like that makes it about you. And what instead I would coach someone to do is to share the product, the results that you've had in a way that you feel passionate in the exact same way you would share a restaurant you love or where you get your hair done, right? Show up and share that and include a a call to action for how people can learn more, right? So for us, that's let me know if you'd like to be color matched. A simple little easy call to action really is what is going to have people who already know you, who already have trusted you, right? Say, yes, I think I want to try this too. Whereas what I'm seeing on the right hand column or the right side of social selling is a lot of coaching around starting a business page or a separate Instagram that you're essentially creating this business around, right? Well, first of all, start, and this is coming from a a traditional business owner. If this is the first time you've heard a podcast, maybe this was shared with you. I have been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years. I had three boutiques in Savannah, Georgia. I have been with two different network marketing companies and I have built a big business here at my current company and is by far my favorite business model but i will tell you that starting and growing a business on social media regardless of what business you have is really really challenging and especially on social media with the algorithm always changing guess what if they aren't selling a product you are the product <laughs> and for social media that is true there's a reason that there's only two industries in the world where they call their customers users and that's the drug industry <laughs> and the social media world right and so the way that they have you as their product or their customer is through advertising. And so they encourage you to grow the success by advertising on a business page. And it's not necessary, you guys. You do not have to start a business page. Yes, if you join a network marketing company, you are starting a business. And you should treat it like one. You should make your kit investment back as quick as you can. You should show up just as you would if you were starting a business with the time that you have. But there is no need for you to also have to learn how to market your business on social media right from the get-go. You do have to do, as I talked about in episode nine, you do have to do the hard things, which is have conversations and be a real human to the people that you already know and show up and share and sell the product that you love. But you certainly, in my opinion, should not start a separate business page or a separate Instagram in order to grow your business. Okay, so another difference between network marketing and social selling is on the left hand side of our piece of paper in network marketing, we are taught to leverage our personal relationships and our existing network first, right, and continue to build and grow those relationships and networks through, you know, just the people that you meet in your life. We've talked about this on this podcast already. And that's the beautiful thing about this business model is you're essentially making new friends and offering what it is that you have for them in a way where if they do or they don't decide to purchase from you or they do or don't decide to join you in business, you're okay with that end result because you are developing relationships with other humans that enrich your world, right? Like you actually know these people. It's really difficult on the other side of social selling where the focus is around attracting and growing a following or a network based on your niche. And again, we're talking 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 people. How in the world are, is your world going to be enriched by those relationships? Or how can you even create relationships in your life from that type of volume? So that's a major difference. Network marketing, you're leveraging your personal relationships, your existing network, and continuing to grow that network one person at a time, whereas social selling is based on volume. So that is attracting and growing a following that is based on that niche. Okay, so next up under network marketing is the business builds on individual conversations, whereas in social selling, the business builds on volume. So individual conversations certainly are scary. And a lot of times this gets a really bad rap in network marketing. The copy and paste, hey girl messages, my goodness, we are all over them. They don't work. Don't do it. That is not what I'm talking about. But what I can tell you works every time is if you know someone personally that you have a connection and a relationship that is built on trust and you offer or invite them, like from the last episode, episode 11, the lifer strategy from your list, right? If you invite them to try your product or your service, whether they say yes or no, the result is okay, right? But it does take that individual conversation, which also takes courage, but that's what helps you grow into a better leader, a better person is doing the things that scare you, right? So the business does build on individual conversations, but they have to be conversations that are from your heart based on the relationship and connection that you already have with that person. And if you're simply building your business online, once again, you're going to have a difficult time developing that relationship and trust where you can have that type of conversation, which is why it feels weird. So it does not have to be on volume. It absolutely does need to be on the value and the conversation that you have if you're going to go the network marketing approach, whereas social selling Essentially, what you're baking on is a numbers game, right? Like you're building your business on volume. And we will have an entire episode devoted to the law of averages in your business and things like um, the 80-20 rule, which are absolutely true in any business model. But what happens is those ratios or the numbers, your law of averages, tend to shrink as your volume builds. Because once again, it's very difficult to develop the type of relationships and trust needed for people to link arms with you for the long-term when you're building your business on volume. But with social selling, essentially that's what it takes. You're growing a big following, hoping that some of those people come to you and purchase your product. And then you just hope that they continue to purchase your product, right? Okay, so next up is in network marketing, we are focused on passive income, which comes from a lot of people doing a little bit. So. In our comp plan and in our business model, we talk about walkers, joggers, and runners because everybody joins this business in a different circumstance for a different reason. Some people just love the community. Some people love the product and they just want to be able to share it with a few friends and family and have fun with it. And they don't have any serious ambitions or aspirations. And I love the fact that I can embrace that and be okay with that. I'm never going to pressure someone to try to show up and become a jogger or a runner, right? Or as much as I've wanted to be a runner at certain facets in my life and my journey as a, as a network marketer, when I was working more than full time on my boutiques, it wasn't possible for me to do that, serve my family, serve my church. I had to be a jogger as much as I wanted to be a runner, right? And so I love that if you're doing this right in this business model, It's okay if not everybody is doing all the things every single month, right? So it's about growing um, your business one person at a time, slowly but surely to where you don't have to rely on this huge volume that is the goal in social selling. You're focused more on serving a lot of people and helping a lot of people win so that it creates passive income from a lot doing a little. So that's network marketing, okay? Under social selling, Your results are often tied to your own output and it's focused on your own personal effort. So what I mean by that, and I've used this example in a previous episode as well, is Lounge. So some of you guys might've heard of the hair company Lounge. They are more of an affiliate program, which is definitely in the social selling side of things. Like again, the online influencer affiliate marketing is where you get a small percentage of anyone who clicks the link. Uh, but there's no team building. You're not helping other people also do it, right? You're just, the results are on your own effort. And I built a big business with launch. But guess what? The minute that I stopped creating the content, the minute that I stopped showing up, guess what happened to my income? Went down to nothing, right? There's no passive income happening over there because it was tied to my personal effort. And for me, it felt, as much as I love the product, I still use it, still love it, still recommend it. You should go buy it. It's great. But something just felt wrong about my desire behind sharing it was like, oh, here's another sale. Let me go create some content around it. Right. I had to focus on those results tied. It was like more of a transactional, as Bob Heilig would say, effort on my end to share the big sale or to share that new product and hope that someone clicks that link and purchases it. Right. Whereas because I have seen the lives that have been changed in my network marketing business and the passive income that comes from that, now I mentioned this, I could do nothing. I could never talk about St. Makeup again, which I will never not do because I love it so much and I couldn't hold it back if I tried. But I could, starting tomorrow, not ever talk about it again. And I have a passive income because of the results that that I've served my customers. I've got a strong repeat customer base of around 1,400 people that reorder and I have my team that is doing the same and they are learning from what works and that is not tied to my own personal effort and it's not tied to my own output, right? And I would take that any day of the week. So last but not least, under network marketing, the team is where the money is. And I know that that triggers a lot of people and Sometimes that's why, again, network marketing gets a bad rap because that's all people focus on is building this big team. And I would venture to say that this business model isn't for everybody, and that is okay too. Anyone could do it, but that doesn't mean that everyone should do it either. But those people who are looking for an income stream to add to whatever it is that they are doing in their life that has a product that they love or something that they can really get behind where essentially they're sharing the product and sharing the opportunity for someone else to share that product, it is an incredible thing that you can build a business on other people building their business. And essentially, as long as you're doing it the right way, which we'll talk more about, of course, in each of these episodes, building a team is where you can grow that passive income and money. And it's also where the fulfillment comes from. And I can say that from my own personal experience, having had success with my own personal sales, it can feel good, yes, but there is nothing better than helping someone else have success in this business. And so I am here to argue that the team is where the money is, yes, in network marketing, but it's also where the joy and the fulfillment comes from. Now, on the social selling side, Essentially, what that looks like is your personal volume from all this results, if you have the results, right, it leads to a team. And that's going to happen naturally because I find that in this business model, about one in 10 people are going to want to join you in the business, especially if you ask them, if you're talking about it with them, hopefully directly one-on-one in a conversation. But for example, on the social selling side, if you are talking about your business model, you will have people that will want to join you, right? But the problem with that is 99% of them aren't going to have the capacity or the desire to show up in the way that you are on that platform. So how are you going to be able to show them how they can do this business too, right? So what happens, this is another reason why the industry gets a bad name, is again, you've got this volume of people who are joining your team or are joining you in the business and you can't serve them because you are trying to serve all of your thousands of customers or your hundreds of teammates, right? And so they feel lost. They feel underserved. They are sad. They don't have results. So you feel bad about it, right? Because you're not helping other people win. You have that empty side of it. And that's why in my business, some of my, you know, close friends in the industry who sell big, they have a hard time showing somebody else how to have results in their business because their people can't, of course they could do what they are doing, right? But they don't want to and they don't know how to show them another way. So what does this look like? I know this is a lot and I cannot wait to hear what all of you think. (laughs) And I'm certainly not trying to, again, be an expert in this field. This is just something that I have experienced. It's something that I am experiencing as I lead my team. And it's something that I have felt for a while on my heart is a topic that needs to be put out there. And essentially, again, neither one of these is wrong or right. And it all depends on what your goal is. all depends on what your circumstances are in your business. And I want you to just really think hard about this. Like, which one resonates more with your goals? Is it helping other people, anybody, do something simple that does require courage, does require action, requires building relationships, requires conversations? But the flip side of that is you get both the fulfillment that comes from the personal growth in yourself and in others, and the passive income from helping other people win. Or do you want to build a business that is around your own personal effort where you get to put your passions out there? And you're not necessarily worried about whether or not somebody else can have those same results in your business. And there's no wrong or right answer. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this. Okay, so you ready for your homework for today's episode? You know, I love to leave you with some clear action steps. And the action steps for this week are going to be a little bit different. They are going to be to continue this conversation. So what that looks like is step one. I want you to share this podcast or the graphic that I share in the Telegram thread, and maybe I'll do a little bitly link to it in the show notes as well so you can grab it. But I want you to share this with someone else or with a group or with your team if you're in network marketing to further this conversation, to get a little bit more insight into it, to essentially spread the word. Because I do think it's a topic and a conversation that needs to happen. So I would love for you to share this with someone. So you can maybe screenshot it. And if you are on social media, you can share it in your stories or again, copy and paste the link, um, wherever it is that you communicate with your people, right? So that's going to be step one. Step two would be to hop on over to the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram group and share with me your thoughts on this. And again, bring it. I, I love this honest conversation. Again, I'm not, I'm not coming here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do in your business. I'm simply coming over here to share my perspective of what I'm seeing in the industry and what, again, I feel like needs to be a topic of conversation. So I would love for you to join the conversation over on the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram thread. You can find the link in the show notes or you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912 and you'll get a link to join that channel or that group over there on Telegram. So I can't wait to hear what you think and I am so thankful that you have made it through this a little bit of a longer episode here and if this is your first episode, that you are listening to welcome I can't wait for you to listen to more I am here to serve all of you guys who are looking for an alternative to the social selling side of growing your business and I can't wait to continue to share more tactical tips and strategies to help you grow a scalable business without social media so thanks again for listening thank you so much for listening today If you found value from this episode, it would mean the world for you to leave me a review or even better, click those three little dots on the bottom of your screen to share with a friend, sending you hugs and gratitude. Have a great week.